podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and it is myself, Chris, joined by Mr. Stephen Best. Um, we're here for our instant reaction for that unexpected 2-2 draw against Tottenham Hotspur. Um, we'll have just done a live watch along, um, so I'm pretty confident that a lot of you would have been watching that. But Bestie, um, at the start of that live that watch along, uh, we went through that start in 11 and we're a little bit confused in regards to, to the formation that we were going to be expected to be playing um, and, and a few of the players which were, were dotted around the field. Um, but we did see the returns of, of Matt Ritchie in that one and Sean Longstaff. Um, I want to start straight away with Matt Ritchie. We said that his presence in that team and um, being on that field, that you would expect him to, to drag players through the performance and get that little bit extra out of them. And I think we're kind of confidently seeing now that's what we saw today. I think so, yeah. I mean, even beyond his influence as kind of a someone who can drag the team up, he, he played pretty well. He put a really good ball in for the air, uh, the, the equaliser at the end there. Um, but yeah, he made a big difference and it was it was good to have him back. He's the kind of player that when you're in a fight that they're in, at the minute they're kind of the stay up that you want because he's, he's a leader. Um, I like Matt Ritchie and I all, all the more so because of his recent behaviour on the, the training ground. So, um, yeah, I think it's it, it made a big difference. It was great to have him back. Yeah, it, it was. And I think, I, I mentioned this during the, the previous recording, I'm not Richie's biggest fan, but I, I do appreciate what he brings to the team, not just in regards to, to being a talent on the field and, and the performances, but just what, like I said earlier, what what you would expect from him to, to do with the rest of the players. Because, if a player has a bad performance or, or let's say backs out of a challenge, you know for fine well Richie isn't going to let that stand. Richie's going to be screaming to that side of the pitch. Um, I've, I've, I've obviously I've been on the ground and, and watched the players train. And Richie, even on the training field, he's like that. Poor Paul Dummett was getting in the neck from, from the very start in the training um, to, to when the lads went to, to clock off for the day. But I think his his presence today is so a massive improvement in regards to the overall performance in the team. Um, somebody else, we'll, we'll speak about the game in a little bit, but somebody else that had a great game today is Julian on. And I, I know yeah. there'll be a lot of people watching this and they'll be spitting feathers now because a lot of fans don't like to give him credit. And, and right now, us sitting on this podcast and doing this live stream is we understand that, that he's not a great player. We do. We know that, and we'll call him out for having bad performances. But when he has a good performance, we'll do exactly the same. We'll give him credit when it's due. And today, for me, he's man of the match. I thought he played really well, yeah. He, um, I mean, early on, Newcastle won the ball high up the pitch, which he did a few times. Uh, Tottenham were loose at the back, and Newcastle kind of put the pressure on to get, um, get in amongst them. And Jordan had that shot. That it was straight out, Loris. Let's not let's not pretend it was a kind of um, a scorcher out like that. Like, but it was a, a sign of what we're doing and something that he contributed to really well. Um, held the ball up well, got a goal. Which I mean, it's a if he misses that, then you just hook him off straight away because he's got to score it. Like you know, but he's 
he's there to take the chance, you know, that he's being criticised for not getting in the box enough. And I said during the live stream, he held his position well. He kind of, the ball comes along, staff, and instead of trying to go into the middle, he just kind of holds his, holds his held back, lets the defender come, come across a little bit, and then he's got to, he puts away nicely. He had a couple of chances. There was one he should have done better with in the second half there, uh, towards the end, that he kind of side-footed wide, that he took down really well. Um, and he put the header back across from the Matt Ritchie cross for um, Longstaff to set up the Joe Willick's equaliser. So, yeah, Joe Linton doesn't always play very well. Um, I think some of the criticism of him... It's a funny one, but I think sometimes he's unfairly criticised. I also think that sometimes people are a little bit too generous with the praise of him. Yeah. Um, there's no middle ground. There's, I think it's there's, there's no middle ground with Joel in on. Yeah. You can either, for some reason, Newcastle fans have took it upon themselves where you either, you've got to slag him off every single performance or you've got to overly praise him. I think both yeah. me and you are like happily sat in between with Joel in on. When he plays well, you know, like, yeah, fair play. And today he did play very well, I thought. When he plays poorly, you've got to be able to call say him that you played poorly without. Yeah, definitely. And today was one of those ones where it's as well as he's played, maybe. I think the too few on too few occasions can we sit here and really say, yeah, he was probably man of match today. But I think today, him up match, he maybe uh, probably was. Yeah, and the, the people people might not agree with us um, saying that he is man of the match. But you have to remember, like you just said, that he's heavily involved with both goals. Um, he scores the first yeah. one. Which is a great shot, absolutely fantastic shot. Barry's at in, in the corner, um, and he, he headed that back across um, the, the box, the six-yard box, um, which which results. I know it's not an assist for him because it is headed on, then it gets deflected, then comes back out. But heavily involved, and, and that's what you want from him. We've always said that he lacks getting in the right positions uh, both times today, and more so. Like you said, he did miss a chance. But more so, he, he was in the right positions. And that's all that we're expecting from him. It, it really is. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Um, in regards to the, the game itself, mate, um, we were both shocked at, I, w- I wouldn't say how well we played, but the improvement that we saw from the Brighton game, which is frustrating in its own right, because we're absolutely shocking against Brighton. Then we're going to a game against Spurs where you would expect those to be pretty dominant throughout. And Newcastle looked like the better team from, from that very first whistle to the end. I thought so. I mean, particularly up until, and we've said it the season, where we've got the goal, or some, the, a goal's been scored, and then we just felt a bit. I mean, the, Tottenham didn't really offer a massive amount, apart from that five-minute spell where they got the two goals, and the first of which um, was almost entirely of our doing. Yeah. Um, Newcastle looked good today. That again, as I said, they were pressing quite hard. They weren't like, it wasn't gig and press, you know, it wasn't kind of totally on the on the first step every time, but the what the press pretty high up and made Tottenham's defence made mistakes and they made a lot of mistakes at the back. They gave the ball away a lot of times from the, particularly the full-backs, um, quite carelessly and I wouldn't necessarily say Newcastle made the most of that, but that's certainly how the first goal came about. Um, sorry, that, that, that Joe Linton chance, beg pardon. And, um, and it just goes to show, I mean, Tottenham were, at one point, Tottenham were going into fourth without winning a day. And we, mm. I mean, we still might be third bottom by the end of the afternoon, depends what happens at uh, Villa v Fulham. But, um, but that's the, the on on form over the first 30, 31 games, that's the fourth best team in the league. And Newcastle were, for a lot of the game, better than them. Mm. We, we said we, we said early on in the game that, that they were clearly there for the taking, and they were. 
And you mentioned that, yes, they did have that five-minute spell where Harry Kane grabbed both goals. Yeah. And the second goal, um, we were quite concerned in regards to why VAR weren't showing that because I know it was close, but but we looked at that and thought, is it offside? Could that be given as offside? Now, that, to be honest, I, I would love to have seen it on screen just for, for peace of mind for ourselves to say, yeah, it was definitely onside. Then, then we wouldn't be having this discussion right now. Um, it's a great shot, though. Kane's second goal. Um, I, I think I was quite critical of, of Dubravka at the, at, when, when the, the ball hit the back of the net. But looking back on it now, he literally smashes that on the deck. Yeah, it's a lovely... And that, that's what beats Dubravka. It's, it's well hit and it's low and it's just hard to get down to. Um, it, maybe Dubravka will think he could have done a bit better with it and perhaps he could have done. But um, it's a really good hit. Now, I did think he, it looked from, the, from our replay that he was offside. I mean... I suppose the thing with VAR is that in order for it to work perfectly, you haven't got to know that it's working. Mm. Like, if it's doing a lot of things behind the scenes and quickly, then it's working as it should be. So that one, we didn't get the the five-minute break and play where you've got the green line and the red line and they're looking at his Which sleeve. You, and you his could understand, score. Bestie. You could understand it if they had had the, the, the previous decisions correct. Uh, since yeah. the, the arrival of VAR, you would trust them behind the scenes. All oh, right, they've called it right on that one. But because... We've seen it at numerous occasions where we're looking at this and thinking mm, that could have been given either way. Um, so, so I, I'm not overly confident in those making yeah. the correct decision. But either way, um, it, it was a great, great shot, uh, a great goal by Kane. First one though, um, horrendous by Emil Kraft. Um, yeah, um, he comes in, he's got free run of just smashing that ball. He could have literally took that over outside of St James's Park and into Lee's Park some point and it, it he just I don't, I don't know if he gets a shout from the keeper or what but he he backs out of the challenge and it just bounces off Kane falls look to him luckily as it always does when teams are playing against Newcastle United he just slots that in the back of the goal yeah it was um it, it wasn't it, it, during the live chat someone had said that it looks like the Bravka might have given him a shout and he kind of, you've got to commit you can't go in and kind of think oh I might have it no I'm going to pull out because that's how these mistakes happen, and it was you've got to put the finger of blame squarely on Emil Kraft for that one because he, he should either put his foot through it or leave it. Dilly dallying and kind of half he played out, he kind of played it off uh, Kane's knee, didn't he? And it was just just lucky bounces. Just mate, it, it's it's that thing where if that was us, that would ricochet off a player and go out for a, a goal kick. Oh, um, I like the Dwight, Gale, the Dwight Gale one that kind of hit Larissa's leg, hit the post, then went back into his arms. Like it's a uh, yeah, it was just, it's one of those things that you've got to be decisive, you've got to make a decision, and he didn't, and it, it cost him a goal, you know, and it, well, it, it, you could argue that be, that was what gave Tottenham the momentum to get a second as well, so mm. without yeah. him doing that, do we go in at half-time 1-0 up? I mean, it's, it's hard to say, isn't it, because of how things work, but but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was such a damaging moment for Newcastle. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if, if we've completely missed this, but I'm not sure if it's just because the games are back to back today on Sky Sports. I'm not sure if we've seen any comments from Bruce. I might be completely wrong here, but let's take a page out of his book, mate, and let's let's find some positives from that game because I do think there are positives, and it's been a long time since we've been able to say that. Yeah. Um, so I think we need to take advantage of this situation and go through some of the positives. Um, the first one, which I want to mention, is the likes of getting in the right positions and actually attacking the game. Um, we haven't seen it for, for a number of games now, but there did seem to be some sort of fight in that team. And we've been seeing for a number of weeks now, 
um, that they look absolutely drained of, of any sort of of dedication, any sort of, of fight once again in this relegation scrap. But it looked today as if we weren't even in a relegation fight. It looked like today we're, we're sitting comfortable at, at getting higher yeah. in the league. Yeah, that was that was the kind of performance that you kind of um if, if that if that happened, if Newcastle were tenth in the play like that today, you'd be happy with the performance with a point. Um obviously the, the kind of situation that Newcastle are in and the context that that applies um means that it's a bit more pressing than that. It, it is a little bit kind of like you, you maybe pay more attention to the things that have gone wrong and think, yeah, we've we've dropped some points there. But uh but yeah, that that was if Newcastle the old hypothetical thing, if Newcastle played like that all season that wouldn't be fourth bottom, maybe third bottom going into the, the next game. Um they played well. Like you say the press high up the pitch had had a good few shots that um I think I've seen someone put on Twitter that had twenty two shots and the XG was four, which is whatever people like or don't like about XG, it's a kind of a, a sign of a team I've, I've said it before, getting into the positions from which they can score. So mm. there's a I, I, that's the kind of performance that you watch or certainly makes me think if they continue to play like that, then they'll get the points that they need. Yeah, um, you're right, mate. And and we did score two goals at the end of the day. Um, yeah. There were two decent goals, but let's be honest. And But we had more chances. Um, Dwight Gale had that chance in the first half where it's a great save by, by Hugo Lloris. Absolutely fantastic yeah, save. Dwight Gale should have done better for the second. But I think that the ball comes back to him so quick that yeah. it's just... Lucky from from the fact that Lloris just lands on the ball, basically. Um, that could have went anyway. Um, so so yeah, we we'll, we'll had that chance, and like you mentioned, Julian and should have done better with, with one of the chances. He does very very well. Takes the ball down on his chest, um, controls it, and it's it's just a, a bit of a piss poor shot. He needs to whack some curl on that and tuck it in the corner, and he just hits yeah. and hopes that he, he's, he's facing goal. Um, but there was plenty, mate. There, there really was, and we, there was one point. I'm not sure if it was towards the end of the, the, the first half or at the start of the second half where we're passing the ball around the edge of the box. And I think Longstaff has a chance where he could could have a shot. I think Murphy has a chance. And there's yeah. a few of them. Um, and we're saying in that brief, like, five, ten seconds, there's numerous occasions where, where players can have a shot. And I'm not sure who it is, but somebody just literally smashes it over the ball. I'm not sure who was not it in the end. Uh, it was Longstaff, I think. It was Longstaff. Um, so, yeah. So the signs were there that... We can get up the field. They really were. Yeah. And and I'm sat here. And yes, we're sat here in, in 17th as, as we speak right now, which could change by the time people listen to this podcast, depending on the, the Fulham Villa result. But it's it's improvement which we needed. And that was the biggest point that we needed coming out of this game, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the... the when you think about how they performed against Brighton the fortnight ago, um, and to have the that at the start of the international break, and after the Brighton game, people were clamouring for Bruce to go, as they are after pretty much every game these days. I mean, myself included, it feels totally different after this game. It feels, and, and that's not to say that I think we are definitely going to stay up. And everything's going to be great and, and and give them a new contract and all that, but it just feels I, I've seen something in that game today. That suggests to me that there's enough in the in the squad in the players, um, in how we're set up today to kind of trouble teams and Tottenham. Let's not forget Tottenham aren't in great form at the minute either. Um, mm-hmm. You know that I know that their fans are, aren't happy with their uh, Jose Mourinho at all. So there's that to factor in as well. But as I say, they are still fourth or were at one point during the proceedings fourth in the table. So it's not it's it's a 
positive. It, it is a positive result. Um, if it happens, it's weird how we we drew one one at, at their place early in the season, and it was a dreadful game. We kind of scraped and we got a late penalty. And this one, if you saw how the goal, like if you if all you've got to the kind of the the times of the goals, you think, oh, that that could be the same kind of game. But I feel totally different after this one than I yeah. did. If if we'd played that game, if the game's been the other way around, if this one was the third, fourth game of the season, and the game at um, at Tottenham had just happened now and played out how it did, I would feel far less positive than I do now about it. Mm. Um, well, it was, another, it was another game against Spurs, wasn't it? Where that early on the season, like you said, Spurs dominate the game, control the game, absolutely, and we are, we are very very lucky to get anything oh, I... from that game with the dubious VAR decision giving us a penalty. Yeah. Um, if, it's if, a back if, of a player's arm when he goes off for a header, if I remember right, or something like that. Eric, yeah, yeah. If if we if if we stay up by one point this season, you'll bet if it's form, he'll go down. They'll look at that game and go like, robbed, mm. absolutely robbed because yeah. of that. Well, like you said, on the other side of the coin, today we we deserved that and more. I, w- I would argue with. I think I, so. I, I think I could sit here and say if we had won that game, that then yes, we would have happily said, "Well deserved." We really do deserve that today. I think so as well. I, I don't think if Newcastle had won, I think you you wouldn't. It wouldn't have been a crime, like you know, it wouldn't have been a. It wouldn't have gone against how the game was. Um, you could argue the same if Tottenham had won. You'd probably go like, "Yeah, well, on balance, that's probably fair." Which is a, it was a fairly even game. Mm. Um, it was quite an entertaining game as well. Which isn't something that we we'll say very often watching Newcastle. Mm. I quite, I quite enjoyed watching it. Um, for all the bits uh, that we did watch, yeah, we, we didn't concentrate that much on the game itself. But, um, but yeah, that was there's there's a little bit of hope there that wasn't there before the game. Um, mm. it, and again, it's building on that and how the play and what kind of result against get against Burnley next weekend will go a long way to shape and how the season goes. And if Callum Wilson. Is able to play the game, and if Mass Maximum's fit to play the whole ninety, Almiron looks like he's okay now. He's yeah. um, those concerns against Brighton. He came back too early. Involved he today, the, he, he was involved so. today when when Brighton he wasn't. Um, yeah, much so. Me, he is quite absent. I would say in the game against Brighton, like like the rest of the players. Um, but with, with Almiron, he makes a goal hand clearance today. <laughs> Something I'd never expect from Almiron, but he does head the ball off the line that's destined to hit the back of the net, and, and Almiron's there in the right position oh, yeah. to keep us in it. Yeah, he's literally still on the line as well. So if, if he's not there, it's a goal. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's no. He, he is the last line there. So yeah, he, he um, it's what he does though. It, it's maybe he's not goal line clearances, but he just gets around the pitch. He's everywhere. Mm. He's everywhere. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, he's um he's important to have back, and I thought to Maximan when he came on, um I think he played the ball wide for Richie's cross that the second goal came from. There was a lot of players of... involved in the, in the second. Yeah. There was a lot of players involved, and, and some key passes in the, in that movement to, to get us us level. There was a couple of a couple of times. Um, there was one a shot that Longstaff pulled wide. Um, that Maximan made for him, and he kind of just held on to the ball long enough to make the space for Longstaff to get into. And yeah, it's promising. That, that that's a kind of performance or the, the effect that we need him to have. We need him to be making chances because otherwise he's he's just step over in a bit of pace but nothing actually end product wise. Mm. So yeah, him him coming back, if he can if he can have that kind of effect again with Callum Wilson hopefully being back before too long as well, it could just be enough. 
Yeah, Fraser being mis- like being being missing because uh, we've heard rumours that he had to self isolate because obviously he was away, but those have been quashed because other players that are playing in the Scotland team have played today. So, so we're not yeah. quite sure where we stand on that one. If it is fatigue or or, or what, we're, we're not quite sure. So, so we won't allude to that. But him being missing, it's given the players a chance. And one of the players that I wanted to, to touch on now is Jacob Murphy. Um, mm. Jacob Murphy. Um, We've said for, for a little while now that when we have saw his glimpses when, when he has made an appearance, that he, he's looked okay. Um, he, he has put the ball in decent positions and that he probably deserved another chance. We have been very critical of him in the past, and, and rightly so. I'll still stand by that. But today, he did look good. He, he did. Um, he finds the right places. He finds the, the, the spaces. And... He does have a decent ball, uh, final ball. Yeah. Um. So, so it was great to see him getting another chance today. Yeah, he's um, he seems to work pretty well as a, as a wing back. You had him obviously on the right and uh, Richie mm. on the left today. And um, saw him early on the season playing in that position. He done all right, right in that position, yeah, and all play. of a sudden it just stopped. Yeah, I think it was around the time that Bruce wanted to change the shape and play four at the back, wasn't he? And obviously, I, I don't think he'd be great as a, a straightforward uh, fullback, mm. but but getting forward, he did. There was a couple. There was one ball he put in. That um that Rodon wrote, wrote I forget how to pronounce his name but got cleared but he hurt himself but it was a really good ball it was quick it was low it was dangerous it was in an area that defenders have, have got to get it right um and he he did get it right on this occasion but it was uh yeah it was Murphy can be a bit hot and cold and today was one of his better games I thought he was all right yeah no I, I'm in agreement there it's another player that today who who's done a, a decent job as much as what we can ask um. So there's been a, a few comments come in as we've been recording there um, about Willick done an interview after the game and yeah. Bruce's um, tactics and the, the comments that he gave Willick whilst coming on as a substitution were uh, running around and trying to score. Um, yeah. It worked. <laughs> Let's be honest, he, he ran around and he did score. <laughs> but like, tactics-wise, well, like, come on. like is it, what's, what's all that about? It's Run not around and yet. try to score. That's what you say to kids. I, it's kind of it, it, when when I start playing five aside again. That's what I'll, I'll run around. But I'll try and score, and that's it. it it's not really. It, it doesn't. It doesn't fill you with too much hope that there's kind of um, that he's, he's masterminding. Because I mean, you, you look at the, the game today. Richie's back in the team. Put the cross in for Joe Linton. Um, Longstaff back in the team today with the assist for Willock, who came on off the bench. With some maximum involved off the bench as well for that goal, so mm. a lot of the changes that were made today and like during the game today paid off. Um, it's so you've got to give the credit there, I think. But at the same time, Willick saying that he's been told to get on, run around a bit, and try and score. It's not, it's not Pep Guardiola. He's, he's it doesn't fill you full of hope. Let's be honest, does it? Have you ever seen? There was a picture of Paul Ince. I think he was a Blackburn at the time, and he's got one of those pads with the the, the pitch, like the caution pad things. And there's inside one of the boxes, he's just written shoot, and that's all he's got on his pad. And it feels a little bit like that, yeah. Um, but we know what we're getting with Bruce, don't we? Um, oh, yeah, we, oh, we know yeah. that he's not clued up prior to the game, never mind in the game. Um, but we'll, we'll start to wind down and wrap this one up. But it's like, like we said at the very start, it, it's a result that we didn't expect. Far from it. Um, I think you said yeah. two nil, nothing. I said three nil. Um, I kick off. Um, so to to come out of that with a point and the performance that that was saw today, that then there are improvements. We're not shouting this from the rooftops. 
far from it. We do realise that we're still heavily involved in a relegation fight. Mm. We do realise that. We do realise that we've only got two wins in what? 21? 20? 21? 2 and 21, yeah. 2 and 21. So we're still in the thick of it. Of course we are. Of course we are. But at the end of the day, we've came out of that game with a point and a decent performance. Okay, it's the promising. only other thing which you could ask for was three points, and yeah. nobody expected that. Realistically, I don't think three points was. I mean, uh, during the course of the game, there were points where you think, oh, maybe we should win this. Mm. But before the game, I don't mate, Some people on Twitter were actually saying they fancy to win the day. I, I never thought it was on. Um, but a point that, that was a game that I thought they would lose. So they get a point there mm. and they play the way they did. Again, like you say, when I'm not getting carried away. I'm not saying, oh, that's it to turn the corner. But there's a little bit of hope there now that wasn't there previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they're going to the game against um, Burnley next weekend Burnley. will go a long way, I think, to dictating what happens with the rest of the season. Yeah. So, as I mentioned um, only 10 minutes ago, that, yes, we are currently recording this whilst Fulham play Villa. And I'm watching it on the, on the TV um, now and Fulham are dominating i'm not gonna lie Fulham are dominating this game they've, they've had a few chances already so we you could be listening to this right now and newcastle united could be sat in, in 18th position uh, on goal difference uh which makes that that game against burnley even more important yeah but yeah like we said so many times mate it's not necessarily the performance on the day it's the performance which follows so we have to take this right now and what we've done today into that game next sunday against Burnley, and we need that and more. We need to come out with that with three points. Absolutely. Something that's happened in previous since they came back up from the Championship in what 2017 was that Newcastle always did well against the teams around them. Um, and that hasn't been the case this season, and, mm. and that's a big reason, as far as I'm concerned, uh, as to why they're in the position that they're in. So, I mean, you don't want to be relying on other teams, but that's where we are. So, yeah, um, Fulham... Have started picking points up again, and I've just had a look at the stats of this the Villa game here, and they are on top by the looks of things. Like so, there's there's definite definite concern there. I mean, it's it just a stat on there. Fulham haven't lost in the last eight away games, mm. um, and that isn't the kind of form of a team that are. If you're up against a team like that in a, a contest to finish higher on the table, you're, you're worried, you know, because Newcastle don't have that kind of form. Um, so yeah, that, that's. It's all about that next game. It's huge because if they revert the type, if they do what they did against Brighton, then they're in huge trouble. I think. Um, yeah. And if, if they yeah. do drop in the bottom three, it, it's it, it might be a mental thing. If you drop in the bottom three, the important thing is to get back out immediately at the first time of asking, because otherwise you're you're relying if you if you're in the if you're third bottom, let's say with poorer goal difference than Fulham, you lose next week and they win next week, then it becomes three points with goal difference, mm. and that. You need snookers from that point, like so. So what yeah, we've got left it's, now? It's is huge, it eight games left? Tell. Is it eight games left now? It is eight games, yeah. You, you don't want to. I'll say it now. You don't want to be going into the last five games in the relegation zone because that's that's when it starts Absolutely getting not. really really serious. We we like I said, we could drop yeah. in the relegation zone right now today, but you would hope against Burnley, you 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 may see yourself climb back out of it. Um, but you, you don't want to be going into the last five in that relegation yeah. fight especially if I'm Fulham. And if Fulham don't get out of this today, I would probably expect those to, to start dropping. Um, not Obviously not, not position-wise, but in regards to attitude. Um, because now, today is probably their chance to get out of this. 
yeah, performance levels and stuff. You, it, it, I think it will be. It's quite a fatiguing experience to be in the bottom three and just, and especially when you had a good run like they've had, then to drop off a bit. If that is what happens, um, mm. it's uh, there's still a bit of time to go yet. And the players that we have coming back, Wilson, hopefully by the next game, so Maximum back now, Almiron is back now. Keep them fit, and there's there's a chance that I can get out of it, but it's a. Uh, Oh, I'm still not very confident, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those. We'll, yeah. we'll just have to see what happens now, mate. That, that, that's yeah. all it is. And we've just got to look at, at Sunday's game. I would love to be able to blank everything else out, which is happening around us with the likes of Fulham's run of form and how well they have been playing. I would love to blank that out, but they're coming good. They are. And watching that, yeah. I know it's only been 20 minutes, but they do look like a... Like a half decent team that that can get goals at the end of the day, um, but yeah, um, right. too much on them, too much on them. Um, ourselves, <laughs> good performance today, good point at the end of the day. So we will take that one. We're going to the Burnley game, and you need the same. You need that performance. Yeah. Hopefully Wilson will be back, so there's more goals in there. Um, let's start picking the three points up rather than the ones. Accumulation of points. That's what it's all about. It is. Accumulation of points, and we've got one more it today. Is. One more today. Yep. Um, so, everybody, um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you are listening to this as an audio podcast, um, if you are, uh, don't forget to subscribe to your media platform for your audios, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, whatever you're listening on to. Um, give us a review. Give us a subscribe. Uh, there's plenty more audio. People think we're just a YouTube channel, but there's plenty more audio which goes out. Um, we've got more things coming next week and we will have the always smile faces podcast boys um and we'll, we'll might be back next sunday god knows god knows but there will be more videos coming up during the week and uh, more podcasts stay subscribed and we'll see you next time bye Stephen. take care yourselves bye christopher sports social podcast network